The Herding Tigers podcast is brought to you by the Herding Tigers Workshop, a live event for you and leaders just like you. Check it out at herdingtigersworkshop.com. Podcast. My name is Todd Henry. I'm the founder of Accidental Creative and the author of the book Herding Tigers Be the Leader That Creative People Need, which is all about what it is that teams of create on demand professionals need from their organization and from their leader in order to be able to do the brilliant work that they're tasked with creating. Listen, we all exist in a create-on-demand world, meaning we have to show up, we have to deliver results. The brilliant idea has to happen by Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. on time, on budget, in order to keep our job and secure our client relationship. That's a tremendous amount of pressure when you're making things up for a living, when you're creating on demand. And so on this show, we talk about some of the practical, tactical things we can do as leaders to provide an environment in which creative professionals thrive. And on today's show, we're going to talk about the importance of laying the foundation of credibility with your team through storytelling. You know, So as create on demand professionals, as a leader of a creative organization or somebody working within a creative organization, your job may be to tell your client's story through the work of your team, or maybe to tell your organization's story, right? Your team is in the business of positively shaping the perception of the market toward whatever your client is selling or whatever your organization is selling. You're attempting to gain the market's trust through creative storytelling and through branding. And if effective storytelling is as much of a part of selling your client's image or your organization's image to the market, then why shouldn't it be an important tool in building trust and credibility as a foundation for your leadership with your team. So my friend Lisa Johnson has spent years studying the elements of effective storytelling and has become a sought-after consultant by some of the world's largest brands. And she believes that one of the best ways for leaders to show themselves to their team is through telling stories. Specifically, she says that leaders should tell stories that reveal something about themselves that the team may not have previously heard. The following are a few of the kinds of stories that Lisa recommends that leaders tell. So as you're listening to this, and I go into this in in much more detail in Herding Tigers in the chapter on trust, but I encourage you to think about how you might be able to borrow one of these kinds of stories and begin to think about, okay, how can I tell my team a story that will establish credibility, emotional connection, develop empathy within the team context by sharing stories that reveal something about myself as a leader and helps them understand then contextually why I'm making decisions that I'm making on a daily basis. Okay, so the first category that we can consider are what we call, or what Lisa calls family and foundation stories. So one way to earn the team's trust and to manage that trust over time is to show people where you come from as a leader. You can help team members see that your viewpoints are not just a matter of recent convenience. This isn't something you've come to lately, but they've been forged over a lifetime of experience. Family and foundation stories reveal something about how your character and your worldview were formed. This is when a leader tells a personal story of when they learned something from a mentor or a family member that has stuck with them to this day, Lisa explained to me. These stories provide a sense of grounding and they help people gain context for how you see the world and how you make decisions. And it also lets people know that you're teachable, that you're willing to learn from things and from other people in your life. Make sure that the story has a clear and discernible point. Whenever you tell a story, you want to make sure that it's a, a cl- there's a clear and discernible point. You don't want to just be the kind of leader or the kind of collaborator who is rambling on about you know something completely irrelevant to the point at hand, right? The goal isn't just to tell stories, it's to 
to provide context and connection for your team. So here are a few questions that can help you identify some family and foundation stories as you're considering how to tell stories to build trust within your organization. Number one, is there a teacher or a mentor who has taught you something valuable that still serves you to this day? If so, what was it about that person? And is there a story you can tell about a time that a light bulb went off over your head because of the influence of that teacher or that mentor? Second question, was there anything quirky about your family that shaped the way that you see the world or the way that you see your work or your role in the work or in the world? So what quirk did you have to deal with or navigate growing up that shaped your perspective to this day? And how does that relate to the work that you're doing? A third question you can ask related to family and foundation is, was there a time when someone said something to you that changed your trajectory? Was there a moment in your life when you uh, were going one way, somebody said something and boom, all of a sudden you were on a different vector uh, in your life or in your career? And what was that? What was the thing they said and why did that change your perspective? Okay, so those are family and foundation stories. I encourage you to spend a few minutes thinking about those questions and considering, can I somehow excavate some stories here that I can use to build trust with my team and to lay a foundation for our interaction? Okay, the second category of stories is what Lisa Johnson calls motivations and milestones. So was there a time when you worked hard and accomplished something that meant a lot to you? Telling these stories can help your team see what drives you and can help people connect with the most meaningful moments in your life. It's important for the team to see you accomplishing things in your personal life outside of the journey that you're taking together as a team. So three questions that you can ask related to motivation and milestone stories. Number one, Was there a big goal that you set and accomplished? How did it feel and what did you learn? Again, you're showing the team that your work is not the only thing in your life, right? You're accomplishing things out there. You're showing them what's important to you. So was there a big goal that you set and you accomplished? Number two, was there a time when you did the right thing even though it was the difficult thing? And you're not moralizing when you tell this story, but you're just showing the people on your team, listen, there are things that matter to me more than just winning the client or just making a little bit of money or getting the next promotion. There are things that matter to me. And when you do that, you show them that you're a trustworthy person. So was there a time when you did the difficult thing, even the right thing, even though it was a difficult thing? Number three, was there a moment in your life when you took a calculated risk and it paid off? And what happened? What happened when you did this? So This is important because you want your team taking risks, right? You want your team trying new things. It's important for them to see that you were doing the same. When was a time in your life when you took a calculated risk and it paid off? What happened? How did it pay off? And did it surprise you in any way? Okay, so those are motivations and milestones stories. The third and final category are mistakes and learnings. It is important that your team see that you're not invulnerable, that you make mistakes, and that you learn from those mistakes. This is an important part of building trust. So finally, we can share stories of times when you made mistakes and you learned from them, when you made a bad decision and it cost you something. It's important your team sees that you recognize your own shortcomings as an opportunity to grow because that's what you want for your team, right? It helps people believe in you when you tell them that you want them to take risks and to push edges creatively. As Johnson, Lisa Johnson told me, behavior is more caught than taught. I think that's a, a, a wonderful observation. It's totally true. If they see you modeling something, they will model 
exactly what they see you doing. So if you expect your team to take risks, you have to show them that you walk your talk. So here are a couple of questions you can ask to help you identify some mistakes and learnings stories. Number one, was there a time when you failed in a very public way? What happened and what did you learn from it? Number two, what is the most embarrassing thing that has happened to you professionally and how did you recover? This is a phenomenal question. It's a great story to tell. What is the most embarrassing thing that has happened to you professionally and how did you recover? Number three, have you ever had to apologize to someone for something you said or did? What happened and what did you learn? So make a practice of collecting stories around these kinds of questions for telling later whenever they come to mind or whenever they're practical, whenever they're useful to you. You might even want to keep them in a notebook or keep them in a place where you can easily identify them. The important thing is that they should have a clear point and then they should inspire your team to deeper levels of trust. As Lisa Johnson told me, always have a point to your story. Show growth. Show how you've learned, how you've evolved. Don't just tell stories to try to connect, right? You want to show some sort of evolution, some sort of growth in your stories. And she also advised that an effective way of identifying stories is to use a fill-in-the-blank method. So for example, I had a personal breakthrough when blank, or I'll never forget the day blank, or I'll never forget when I met blank, or if I had the guts, I would blank. So with some time and some thought, you'll soon have a treasure trove of stories that you can use to inspire your team. And again, the point is to build trust, it's to build camaraderie, it's to grow empathy within your team. That's what you're trying to do. Collect stories, spend some time. Listen, this stuff doesn't just happen. You have to spend time cultivating, excavating these stories and trying to figure out which ones are the right ones to use. And then you have uh, an entire treasure trove of stories you can pull out in important moments, critical moments to share with your team, to build trust, to inspire them, to share with clients, potential clients, right? To build trust and to help navigate through difficult situations. So here's the exercise I'm challenging you with this week. Take 30 minutes to identify a few stories from your past that you might want to share with the team at an opportune time. Use the questions above that Lisa Johnson shared with us. These can be times when you failed and learned something, a story from your childhood or anything else that humanizes you to the team. Again, it's not what you know, it's what you do that matters. So I encourage you to take time this week to think about a handful of stories you might want to begin sharing with your team. Okay. Hey, would love to hear your thoughts, your feedback, your comments about this. Interact at accidentalcreative.com is my email address. Also, I go a lot deeper into this in Herding Tigers. You can find it wherever books are sold or at herdingtigers.net. Until next time, be a leader who makes echoes. 